Thanks for calling the Midnight Drive-In. No one is here to take your call. This week's double feature includes Ghidorah, the three-headed monster from 1964, and X from Outer Space. For more info, check out the Midnight Drive-In on Twitter at MNDriveInPod or find us on Facebook. If you want to email us, send it to the Midnight Drive-In at gmail.com. Remember, no outside food or drink. Anyone caught performing sexual acts at the drive-in will immediately be taken to the office. Unspeakable things will be done to you. Thanks for calling. Drive away your worries and cares at this drive-in theater. That's why, to familiarize you with the movie rating symbols which will be used by this theater, we present the following guide for parents and young people. X, no one under 17 admitted. Glad to see we're off to a good start. Did you get it working? No. Yeah, it just seems like everything's running slow, and I don't know why. Computers are stupid. I mean, they enable every element of our lives at this point, but sure, they're also stupid. <laughs> they are stupid. I hate computers. Get it all. Bring it all down. Yep. We'll just start I mean, te- podcasting. I mean, te- on, uh... Technically, by the definition of stupid, I suppose they're stupid. <sighs> In that That's a semi-valid point. Every, every definition, they're stupid. Yep. So I say. How's everybody's week? All right. All right. How was yours? What was that? Exciting. Exciting podcasting. <laughs> did, did everybody else get that like loud beeping noise? Implying that something was going wrong? Just me? All right. Oh, that's how everybody's week was. Everybody's like, good. And then silence. Listen, not yeah. every week can be some exciting thing. Bro. Well, I guess uh, I'll you, have to be the one. Did, do you have an exciting story? Uh, not an exciting story, but Lord Bloodrow was in town, so... Oh, man, I wish I would have yeah. known. I would have came up. Yeah. Um, so I helped out with his double feature last night. Um, he told me that your buddy Evan told him he was going to plan on coming up for it. And uh, he never showed. So Evan nobody, is a liar. I, I was going to say nobody. I didn't even fucking know. It's all right. Not all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm really upset that I missed it. Oh, sorry. Posted a couple times on Facebook, the event and stuff. Uh, I, I've been doing my best to like spend as little time on Facebook as possible. See, for, Facebook for, is where for all the sake of sanity. Yeah. Well, Facebook is where all the event invites happen. So then people missed stuff. But yeah, he had a pretty good turnout, which is good. He was a little worried since he hadn't done one for a couple of years because of, you know, the worldwide pandemic going on. Right. But pre-sold a bunch of tickets, then had 25 people show up at the door to buy tickets. So that's not bad. Did his, uh, did his wife come with him this time? No, nope. Just unfortunately he did find out from one of his streaming people that one of the streaming networks he's on, maybe changing their format and going conservative. And he, uh, it's like shit. I'm gonna have to pull my show off that then. What a weird thing to have to announce to people. Be like, hey, listen, uh, just just to give you a little heads up, uh, we're gonna start talking crazy 
So. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, so that's a weird prediction. I was like, yeah. But I understand. I would, would hop off that train, too. <sighs> I don't know. That pretty much kept me busy all weekend. Yeah, what it did, yeah. Strange. Strange times. Well, I guess, should we just hop into these movies since since nobody else did anything? I suppose yeah, so. Yes. Uh, well, Noah, why don't you tell us about uh, Ghidra, Three-Headed Monster. Ghidra, the Three-Headed Monster. So, a giant meteor crashes into Earth. Uh, it's throbbing and doing some weird stuff, and some people are staring at it for a long time. Uh, some how a princess from some random small country gets infected with Martian brains. I don't think they ever quite fully explain what happened with that. Uh, in the meantime, we have Rodan and Godzilla show up and are fucking stuff up. Uh, the space meteor hatches, unleashing Ghidorah, who's a giant three-headed Hydra thing that shoots lightning out of its fucking mouths. Uh, and then Mothra has to be summoned to convince Godzilla and Rodan to do a team up in order to stop the unstoppable monster. And it's dope. Monster fights. Sure. Yeah. So I know you're a big fan oh, of this Oh, fuck, one. fuck oh. both of you. <laughs> fuck both of you right in your goddamn face. Uh, uh, so now why don't you try to tell us what you like about this movie? And maybe There's nothing bad this movie <laughs> you guys need to explain the bad things so when there's a bunch of story you guys bitch that there aren't monsters fighting and then whenever there's a bunch of monsters fighting you guys bitch that you don't like the monsters fighting i don't i don't know what to do for you people this is a goddamn that was, classic that that was literally my reaction to this movie as the story was going on i was like god damn it i wish the monsters would just be fighting and then all the monsters show up and i'm like oh Maybe they, yeah. maybe they should go I back mean, to the story. Just, that's not the movie's fault. You guys are just bitter assholes. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, for the record, though, for the record, my, my internet did cut out a little bit, so I didn't hear your whole plot description. But did you mention that when you say story, it includes, we need to summon Mothra. Luckily, the two fairies from the Mothra movie are conveniently in town to make a TV appearance this week so we can track them down. Because that's, <laughs> like, that's a thing they do? That's a yeah, plot point. No, you... Of course, of course they do. Once again, so we're skipping movies in. You guys haven't seen the the three interceding Mothra movies. Okay. That's correct. I figured, not, not I figured if fault, I though. did a whole month of Mothra, you guys might be upset at me. But apparently <laughs> attempting to curate one of <laughs> classics that people really love was not the right way to go. Well, in those other movies, does it explain why Mothra comes back as a, a caterpillar again instead of just being a moth because Mothra's dead. All right. they, they even explained that in this movie. Yeah, but come on, man. I was I was done listening to the dialogue around the time when they were arguing about whether well, that was really a Martian or whether okay. it was a princess. I, I have to point this out again. Then don't bitch that you don't know what's going on <laughs> when you refuse to pay attention to the plot of the movie. That is not a failing of the movie. That is a failing of you watching the movie. But yeah, but only so much can be expected of me. When there's like a princess jumping out of a plane and then they're like, but she's really from Mars. And that's why she traded her bracelet to a fisherman for his raincoat. And I'm like, I don't come on. She got brain swapped with a Martian. 
That bit's a little confusing. It's yeah. Weird. I mean, it's confusing. It's weird. And it's like, why is it any of it happening is the bigger problem. Like that's just because the, al- the aliens are trying to save the earth. Yeah, sure. They are. Yeah. She, uh, she saw a flash of light in the sky and that was enough apparently to hypnotize her. That's also, that's also a running thing in these movies. There's lots of shit with aliens. Yeah. 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 I think I the biggest know. problem, the biggest problem is that we are 38 movies into our kaiju series here and it is like it is just like the the joy of the fight scenes is kind of gone like like when uh, i can't believe i have to say this well once again in this this movie's defense you guys were burned out on fight scenes in the third fucking movie yeah the so first don't one pretend don't many. pretend like this is a slog of a thousand movies. But I feel like right. the fight scenes in this movie are not very well choreographed. I feel like it's just and I mean What kind of choreography it, are you fucking expecting in hold a on, goddamn hold Godzilla on. movie? And I'm about to say this, and it sounds like this should be awesome, but it literally just feels like people in costumes just like flailing at each other. But and Ghidorah yes, just, literally just doesn't feel like they're fighting. Ghidorah just looks like a pinata that's just swinging back and forth. It's not very exciting. And I, <laughs> I, I understand that as series go on, when you're dealing with these kind of supernatural monsters, that often they give new powers to the monsters to like, you know, spice things up. But giving Godzilla the power of kicking rocks at the other monsters was a really interesting choice. Uh, if you think that's a crazy power, just wait until you see Magnet Godzilla. And rocket dropkick Godzilla. Just wait until you hear my excuse for not watching that movie. Um, See, rocket dropkick Godzilla sounds awesome. It is not. We got rock kick Godzilla in this one. It's it's kind of usually that I, I, that rocket dropkick is often where people consider the Godzilla series to have jumped the shark. Yeah, I like those. Moments. One thing I've learned this month, I don't know. Uh, besides the original Godzilla. I feel like I've learned that these movies are just not for me. There are people yeah, who I, I think who I'm ab- kind of the same way. There are people who absolutely love them and I get it. Got your giant monster men in rubber suits. Awesome. I've considered buying like box sets of them just because just like seems like a, something I should like. I, I was going to say because you have an unhealthy, uh, unhealthy obsession with physical media. That is true. And it seems like something I should like. I, I enjoy the newer ones enough. I've watched each of them exactly once. Like I'm not like in love with them or anything, but I'm just like, it seems like something I should, I should watch through all these movies. But this month I've learned, nah, you don't need to. You're apparently not a fan of them. I, I will tell you guys this. Your, well, your lack of enthusiasm is the reason why we ended up with that fucking Matthew Broderick movie. <laughs> it was you That's... guys. You guys are the people who were in the boardroom going, oh, it's just rubber people in a suit. Let's make it look like a space iguana. I was 16 when no, it came out. I no. didn't have any pull in Hollywood at that point. <laughs> As opposed to now, where you have oh, yeah, so exactly. much control over what Hollywood decisions they make. Listen, I'm not opposed to people in suits. I'm opposed to reusing the same shot of three monsters having a conversation like four times in a row and just cutting back to actors going, they're still talking and then cutting back to 
the same shot of the three monsters having a conversation and then cutting back to actors translating it because they speak monster, I believe, is actually a line of dialogue in this fucking movie. They don't. Like, that's they, a little much. For no, me. you no, you watched Mothra. The two little fairy girls are telepathic. Sorry, you're right. Right. You're right. You're right. No, <laughs> that's my not, bad. These are not plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't want to watch Mothra, Godzilla and the other one. Is it Rodan? sitting around having a debate like in the middle of two of them fighting the third one shows up and is like guys 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 hang on what if instead of fighting each other we all team up against that guy like it's like something out of wwf from the 80s except guys in slightly more ridiculous costumes doing it and i'm just like i don't know if i want to watch that and plus the the monsters don't show up until like 50 minutes into this movie yeah they definitely need, if they're going to ever make kaiju movies again, they need to find a better balance of like how to have your story and your monster fights mixed together more and not just have it be like the first hour is no monsters and the last half hour or 40 minutes, whatever it is, is just monsters fighting because they're not. It, 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 the whole thing seems off. It feels like you need some monster fighting in the beginning and some later on. And in this movie, usually perfect. what it is is there's a monster fight at the halfway point, and then a monster fight at the end. That's generally the formula this of kaiju movies. This this movie was like easy setup though, because you needed to have Godzilla and the other one fighting for not like for nothing related to your main storyline. So you could have had that start at any given time, and ju- then they're just in your movie when you need them, rather than having them fighting showing up at the same time as Ghidorah shows up and the fucking fairies are on their TV appearance. Just, I still yeah. can't get my head around. Stop. Stop being mean about the fairies. They're the best. I, I hate <laughs> the fairies the are not the problem. I hated the, the fairies, fairies are not the problems of the movie. I, they don't help. Also the fairies are the fairies are not for me. I think I was pretty clear about that last week. I just, I don't want the fairies in the movies and I didn't realize they were going to be coming back or I would have been maybe more emotionally prepared to deal with it. But I was just like, I can't believe the fairies are here like doing make a wish shit on Japanese they are, television. They're just, they're part of the thing. Okay. Yeah. It's part of the whole Mothra. Yeah. Part of the whole Mothra thing. It's sure. They got to show okay. up. They got to rock out to the Mothra song. Mm-hmm. And what part of that did you think I was going to enjoy? <laughs> like <laughs> Rocking out to the Mothra song. You say it like it's okay, but it's not. Because <laughs> in addition to having bad taste in movies, you guys have bad taste in music. <laughs> I've never claimed to have a good taste in music. Yeah, neither. I went and saw the Aquabats a couple weeks ago. Most people are like, what the Anyways. fuck? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a good time. So, well, as long as they didn't do the Mothra song, I won't question your motives. That actually kind of seems like something that the uh, It does seem do. like something they would do. Okay. Somebody once like posted on Facebook, they're like, what is the Aquabats? And somebody responded, you're like a pop punk guar. And I was like, yeah, I can't okay. really argue with, with that description. I'm not that familiar yeah. with them, so. I think that sounds way more hardcore than the Aquabats are. Sure. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. They're uh, Guar if Guar sold out and became a Saturday morning kids show. Yeah, also true. So do you guys know how normally normally when you go on you know how normally when you go on tangents, it's my job to bring you back in. I'm not going to do that. So you guys go right ahead and talk about Aquapads if you want. Stupid Mothra shit. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's a 60s movie, I guess. This is a 60s movie, isn't it? Or is it 70s? I think it's 60s. So I guess the the pacing's just different. It was a different filmmaking style back then, but like I don't know. I feel like I feel like everybody just shows up at once, and three of them go, "Well, like sort of what Doug was talking about." Three of them just go, "Whoa, we should team up!" Like the old, like the heels used to do in WWF. Like, we yeah. should all take out the good guy. Bean, like the Mothra caterpillar rides Rodan. And shoots his weird nut, net <laughs> silly string web shit all over uh, Ghidorah. I like the Freudian slip where you said nut. No, that's what I was trying to say. That's not a slip. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you followed it up with net, and I'm like, oh, he's creepy. No, he's no, I said nut a second time. I just said it worse. <laughs> oh, okay. No, um, they, they defeat him essentially by a very complicated Bukaki scenario. <laughs> You say defeat. I, I say more. He, he gets fed up and just flies into outer space, and that's that's the end of the movie. I mean, you'd do that yeah. too if you were getting bukkakeed. Guess so. <laughs> but I feel like uh, Ghidorah doesn't get enough time to show how badass he is. Like I feel like because uh, we get a little bit of Rodan and Godzilla fighting each other. Rodan's basically just slapping him in the back of the head, knocking him over, which made me laugh. Um, but I feel like Rodan should have been fighting him and then losing, and then Godzilla should fight him and losing, but he didn't even get that far. I feel like Mothra shows up before the battle even happens, and all three of them just team up. So in a sense, they're all being jerks and just teaming up on against the new monster. No hate, no any yeah. sort of backstory is why. Yeah, that'd be actually a way more interesting way to handle this would be to have or defeat Godzilla in a fight or something and then have the monsters need to team up to go after him. That that might have made it more interesting and also would have used up screen time and then we wouldn't have had to do all that nonsense with the princess and the plane and the whatever. Weird Japanese FBI guys running around. I did also like the, uh, the fact that Rodan just looked like a kite throughout most of the movie. Even when Godzilla was just like throwing it around, I'm like, you're going to break that kite, man. You need to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) This Rodan is not aerodynamic. It is one of the things about this, too, is it feels like the special effects are getting worse as we move into the future of these films. And I'm like, I don't. Shouldn't that go the other way? Shouldn't they look better as as technology advances? I actually think as time went on, they consistently kind of got worse. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the point where it was weird because like the movies made in like the 70s were even worse than the movies from the 50s yeah again I, uh, maybe this is just isn't for me like maybe watching like my knowledge of kaiju movies coming into this is you know having seen one every once in a while for my whole life and i think maybe just i might enjoy these fi- these fight scenes for how bad they are if i only watched one every five years but 
a month of them was a mistake. Then I suppose Kai July is a success. Doug discovered something about himself. <laughs> so did I. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the objective. I forced you both into a, a moment of serious self-reflection. Yeah. Thanks. It sucks because a couple months ago I did buy like two or three Godzilla movies on Voodoo that I'm just like, yeah, these are five bucks. And now I may never watch them. Are they the first one? Oh, I had the first one already. Okay. Is it is it Biolanti? Uh, I don't even know which ones they are. I'll have to look. Continue, continue arguing. I'll see if I can find them on my. Or I don't. don't. Just sit I, in silence. Well, well, here's. I don't have anything to argue with you guys with because I feel like you're not actually providing me with any real criticisms other than you're angry that I made you watch kaiju <laughs> movies. <laughs> but I mean. Which is uh, which is more kicking rocks at another monster movie. is not interesting to me. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. I mean, he doesn't uh, just kick rocks into him. They have that weird fight where they volleyball that one rock back and forth. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that, I forgot because that's better. That's actually worse to be in the interest of fairness. I think it makes the kicking rocks seem more appropriate. <laughs> I don't know why they weren't like because even in that Frankenstein when we watched at least like the, the guy in the suit wrestled the guy in the Frankenstein makeup and they just like wrestled for a while. And that's something this just felt like, I don't know. It felt like kids playing with toys. Well, these are kind of kids. Man. I don't know why I like kids. So I wouldn't show this to one. <laughs> Somehow I'm going to uh, secretly get your son super into these fucking movies just to drive you insane. <laughs> He's going to come running into your room every morning like, let's watch Godzilla versus Angiras. Yeah, probably not. Doug's, but... Doug's going to be like, I have no son. <laughs> I did try to explain to him that if anyone asks, he has to say he has a, an interest in classic Japanese cinema, and that's why he's subscribed to a trial of the Criterion Collection. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he looked at me like I was pretty dumb. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck are these Godzilla movies? I didn't think it was that long ago when I bought them. Well, it's not important because now you're not going to watch them and you're not going to tell let's, us about them. And let's be honest, there's a again, lot of movies film, that you bought that you're not going to watch. Your film purchasing habits are unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Especially when you buy the ones that don't make it onto movies anywhere and therefore I don't have access to them. <laughs> See, these are digital copies, so they're not even taking up any room. But um, uh, those those five dollar bills don't take up a lot of room in your wallet either. Yeah, it's all digital. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I did not. Uh, I did not find the human stories in this remotely interesting either. The weird princess that's trying to be uh, trying to be assassinated and all that stuff. I was just like, I don't. I really don't care. No, I, I think honestly that's the bigger problem I have than the monster stuff is if I was vaguely interested in the human stuff, then I think I'd be just in a better mood to just watch the crappy monster stuff and just kind of smile along with it. But when you're just like, oh my God, get through all this crap. So just get to some monsters, will you? And then the monsters show up and that's what you get is reusing the shots and kicking rocks and playing volleyball. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So, so I finally found them. I purchased Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from '91. Okay. And Godzilla versus Mothra from '92. And good news, Doug. 
both movies anywhere, so you can watch them. No, they don't show up. <laughs> okay. Maybe I've, maybe I've got a setting that blocks them now that I didn't know about. Yeah, maybe they're 90 ones. Maybe they're better. Are they better now? It, it, is that, it better is a relative thing. It depends on what you're into. Because the turtle one that we watched from 95 wasn't too bad. The birds and the turtle throwing fire at each other. I mean, in general, Godzilla 85 is usually considered pretty good. Shin yeah, Godzilla like is popular, but I feel like it may be unjustifiably popular. Um, yeah, I actually saw Godzilla 1985 when I was younger. And it's been a long time since I watched it, but I did pick it up on blue for pretty cheap. I've been interested in revisiting it because I remember it being really good. So that's why I picked it up. But that one's like a worried. reboot, isn't it? Like, it's, so, the original it's kind of hard. Right to, the, the continuity jumps around a little bit. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, even these team up movies, it's like they're doing like the universal monsters thing where it's like clearly these original movies were set in their own universes but we're just going to kind of pretend that they're all in the same universe because that way we can make the monsters fight that's kind of all that is well i mean eventually it's even more of a shared universe because they all live on an island called monster island very convenient name it is indeed that one's pretty good godzilla i think that's king of monsters it like it starts like a nature documentary where it's like, ah, Monster Island, see the Rodan flying above the mountains. <laughs> Fuck sakes. <laughs> that might be the one I would like just because it'd be so stupid. I mean, we didn't even have baby Godzilla in any of these. I tried to spare you guys the more ridiculous ones. It is not Godzilla. Godzuki's from the cartoon. Oh, so they're two I, different can't, I have seen. I can't remember what the baby Godzilla is called. I, I have seen one. It's like Son of Godzilla or something. Uh, it was like years ago, yes. and I was like, I remember I was sharing a hotel room with my uh, grandfather, and I remember like I was trying to watch that, and he's like, no. Just no. He's like, if we watch a lot of like horror movies and stuff together when I was a kid, and he's just like, no, this one's too dumb. We're gonna have to turn this off. <laughs> Uh, anything else about King Ghidorah or Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster or whatever the fuck this movie is? No. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah. Don't watch it because you'll write me an email saying you don't like it and you'll make me even more sad. Oh, now I recommend everybody watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. These God movie, Godzilla movies don't show up on YouTube. It's so weird. I know. I've been through that list a lot of times. It's my number one hobby is flipping through movies and spending so much time doing that that I end up not watching anything. Yeah, I do that a lot too. Uh, well, Doug, do you want to take us through uh, the X from outer space? Not really. Can we make Noah do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Noah says no. Fuck. What was this about? This one had. This one really had a lot of trouble holding my attention. So. Bear with me. But some people are going to Mars, but they stop at the moon for a, an extended amount of time. It felt like half the movie spent at this moon base. And then, I, 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 you know what? I don't remember. I watched this yesterday. And right now, I cannot tell you what it's about. 
I mean, a giant monster came. I know they went back into space to research how to fight the monster. So a group of scientists go up on a spaceship. Uh, There's apparently been a lot of missions to Mars, but they keep getting interrupted by UFOs and destroying the spaceships. Um, But uh, this time, I don't know, something weird happens. They get a bunch of weird junk all over the engine of their spaceship. So they harvest some of it. And go back to the moon base. Then at some point they end up back on Earth, but the 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 weird jelly thing they got starts absorbing energy from just Earth in general and becomes a giant monster and starts destroying shit. Then they what is it they find? Some element or something that can block it from absorbing energy. And it turns out there's a bunch of it in the moon too. So they bring a bunch of it back and basically throw shaving cream onto the monster and it shrinks them back down and, and just jettison them off into space. Great. It's coming back to me a little bit now. Another movie where Bukake was the answer all along. <laughs> In this is case, that the second rocket theme Bukake. this week. Yeah, is, that, is that this whole thing you've been setting up of theme just to make us watch Bukake movies and not even realize it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She made a mistake. He meant to pick a, a month with five weeks in it, so that next week it was just straight up bukkake porn. <laughs> just, just transition us gradually without us noticing. Just give you some impossibly to pronounce Japanese movie name. Yeah. Uh, so like this has to be it. Oh, Tim I'd be like, Noah, I am not watching Toxic Loads Five. I don't care what you say. <laughs> no. Uh, so, sounds like Doug was not a fan. <laughs> Noah obviously loves this movie. Um, there was not a dubbed version, which made me mad. Um, there was a dubbed version. There was a dubbed version. God damn it! Well, it's not on HBO. That's where I watched it. I started watching the uh, started watching the subtitled version on one of the streaming services, and I was like, nope. So I went online and looked for the dubbed one. It's on archive. Well, I didn't do that it's, much. It's a, it's a lower quality because it's a, a TV taping, but it's it's tolerable yeah. if you'd rather watch. Which I feel like is the commercial in it. Yeah, the Ghidorah one I had had the same issue. Or Ghidorah or whatever the fuck. It uh, had the same issue because I had to watch it on Tubi because at first I searched for it on the uh, uh, Just Watch app and it said it was on HBO. And when I searched for it, I couldn't find it on HBO. So I watched it on Tubi. And I was searching for The X from Outer Space, and it was on HBO. Through that, I saw that Ghidorah was on HBO. And I'm like, God damn it. Because the Tubi version is like eight minutes shorter than the HBO one. There's like fades to commercial and quality's not super great. Yeah. Because the, the HBO one's the Criterion print. Yeah. So I watched his criterion clean these up because they're goddamn classics. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker. You. Yeah. Ah, ah. There's lots of stuff on criterion that I, that I don't enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The monster was cool. I did like the, uh, seems like I felt like anyway, there was a lot more raging monster action in this where he's destroying buildings. Yeah. It's it's interesting because the horror movie, uh, Ghidorah was a lot of them just fighting like out in the middle of the mountains or something. So at least right. this one had him trouncing on buildings and stuff. 
the the horror movie bits in this are a little bit more horror movie y. Although the parts with the people are a little more 1960s fantasy movie. That I agree with. Yeah. It almost felt a bit like a rom-com the way when the people were talking to each other. And uh, th- that's not a positive statement. It's just an observation. Um, like two there was clearly meant like to be. And... Well, the two girls, too, were also supposed to be lesbians, but studio execs prevented that. I'm pretty sure. Because like when they're on the moon together and then they're in those shower pods and then they're like kicking the soap back and forth underneath. I'm like, I see what you're going for here. You're building a love triangle, but you're just not allowed to do that yet because we're not that we're not an advanced society that will accept that in our mainstream films. Little, little noir hinting at stuff. Yeah. Well, it's not noir is meant implies subtlety and uh, nuance. I'm not sure if that's what this film had going for it. Um, I wasn't super in love with the design of the creature, though. What, some insect weird, turtle like, bird? Yeah, some weird thing. And he had, like, dick veins on the front of his costume and on his arms <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I never thought about that, but it does have dick veins. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I enjoyed it more than Ghidorah, but... Yeah, if, if, if those are your choices, I agree, actually. Um... <laughs> I just because you're right. There was it felt like there was more monster terrorizing the people in this one, which is kind of what these movies are for. Um, again, it was mostly the people stuff that bored the shit out of me in this one. Yeah, and the problem is like, yeah, when the monster stomping stuff happens towards the end of the movie, if your brain is already like checking out because of all the annoying talking parts and the you know, weird flying to a moon base for no reason. You're like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to be watching this anymore. And that's what the problem is. It makes it hard to enjoy the monster stepping on buildings. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say. Yeah. Well, explain to us. Yeah. Explain why this one was supposed to be better than the average. Uh, this one in general, usually people are huge fans of, I, I know, obviously Brian didn't like the monster design, but typically just the, uh, I don't know, the, the city rampage that it does is usually kind of, kind of highly lauded. Because it like really spends it a lot the best of time part of the fucking movie. shit up. And there's some interesting special effects, like the part where it like overcharges itself and kind of almost turns into a flying fireball for a few minutes. Fuck shit up. I guess there wasn't yeah. much explanation for what was going on with that. It's like, oh, look, no, they, he's a giant fireball now. It, it hadn't reached its final form. Japanese stuff. To, yeah, to some extent, I feel like my understanding of this monster is heavily based on the fact that I've seen other movies and it was just like, oh, he's absorbing the electricity and he's getting larger as a result. And then they start like, oh, he's headed for the nuclear power plant. You're like, yeah, I, but I only only reason that that makes sense to me is because I feel like I already knew that that's what happens with these kinds of monsters, not because it's properly explained in the film. Anybody else feel that way? Yeah, sort of. It's just like, well, of course he's going to the power plant because that's what you do. Yeah. And, that, and and again, that's probably one of the problems with these movies is like if we had watched these two stand alone without having seen a bunch in a row, I think we probably would be more positive on them. Maybe not positive per se, but less negative. Um, it's just 
it is the same thing over and over again. And in this one, they're like, yeah, but UFOs. And it's like, but they don't matter. Like, they don't change anything. It still comes down to monster rampaging towards the nuclear plant, and then we got to blow it up. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, they need to quit making zombie movies where the zombies eat people. It's just the same thing, man. No, but no, but like, I, I hundred percent agree with that. I'm actually not a huge I, fan of zombie movies. I like once I, again, no taste. Zombie movies are the I, best. I will watch. I will watch zombie movies, but I won't watch. You know, two a week for a month. Like to me, that's they generally become uninteresting at that point. My guess is you would not also watch a zombie movie just because it's a zombie movie. Yeah, like I, I can acknowledge that there are good ones and bad ones, and many bad ones. Agreed. So it's like, yeah, like every now and again, a really good one comes along. There's a lot of mediocre and a lot of bad, and I like I feel that's basically what we're doing here with these kaiju movies. Is the problem is we watch the best one first, and then we're watching a bunch of knockoffs, and it's like, how many of these do you want me to sit through? Really, all of them. Thanks for calling the Midnight Drive-In. No one is here to take your call. For more info, check out the Midnight Drive-In on Twitter at Pod or find us on Facebook. If you want to email us, send it to themidnightdrivein at gmail.com. Remember, no outside food and drink. Anyone caught performing sexual acts at the drive-in will immediately be taken to the office. Unspeakable things will be done to you. Thanks for calling. Uh, what'd you watch, Noah? I uh, went and saw Nope in the old IMAX. I was pretty stoked because, uh, you know, Jordan Pill's been on his, his tear. And this one, it missed the mark a little bit. I still think it's a, it's probably a good movie. And I don't think it wasn't entertaining. It kind of was like a, uh, you know, a little bit of a twist on UFOs. But... I don't I don't know. It feels sloppy to me. There's like plot elements and stuff that don't don't make sense. And then they don't quite justify them. There's I don't I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There's like disparate plot threads that have no bearing on any character or their behavior or how they resolve anything. So why were they there? Did you guys see it by any chance? I have not seen it yet. It's too busy this weekend. I mean, I don't. So I don't. I don't think this is a spoiler because it's like literally the opening of the movie. But one of the characters was on a sitcom TV show that had a chimpanzee on it, and something happened on set, and the chimpanzee went berserk and hurt a bunch of people. Sure. Okay. That sounds like something I would enjoy. Okay. So. They come, yes, and they come back to it several times throughout the movie, and it has no fucking bearing on the plot of the movie. I, in, in which, don't get me wrong, it's a cool thing, and I would watch a whole fucking movie just about that. I just don't get why the fuck it's there and what it, what it does for the movie. I don't. Yeah. It's probably one of those symbolic things. Well, I think it, it is because it kind of the whole. Well, I can't. I can't even tell you because everything's everything beyond that's a spoiler. Okay. I mean, I think most people could probably guess what the big twist in the movie is, but yep, don't say anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. I'm sure we'll all get to it at some point. Yeah, no, it's worth uh, it's worth a watch. All the performances are good. Uh I have I have some complaints about the look of the special effects, especially toward the end of the movie, but I think that's more an aesthetic thing that I'm just like that that just kind of looks fucking dumb. You know, <laughs> you know, this is supposed to be a horror movie and I'm not afraid of that thing whatsoever. It just looks stupid. Like when Doug said that Mothra looked stupid last Yes, time. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's a bit of an issue. But that's only at the end. Like, th- through the rest of the movie, it, it all looks pretty good. I don't know. Like like I said, I don't know. I, did, I, I need you guys to go see it so that we can talk about it more in earnest. Because I, <laughs> I want to know if my feelings are justified. Or if maybe I just have such fucking high expectations. Coming from Jordan Peele that maybe I'm being unfairly critical of it. Yeah, my plan is to see it before next episode. So Yeah, we'll see. I might get to it. I might not. Um, oh, you're going to get to yeah. it, though. No, I'll see it at some point. It's not that I'm, like, trying to avoid it. Um, I just... More of a timing issue, and... Weirdly, I have this interest in seeing it at my local art host theater rather than at the multiplex for some reason. And I might actually be able to hold off and do that, so... We'll see. Yeah. We're playing it in the IMAX theater here, so I won't need to yeah, go see it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's what I did. I went to the IMAX. Uh, the, if I see it, sh- the... yeah, because he actually shot it with IMAX cameras, so yeah, kind of excited to check it out. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of done with like the the IMAX and the 3D and all the all the other gimmicky stuff. I'm just like, just show me I, the movie. See, I don't 3D, feel I, like I of, of all of them. I don't feel like IMAX is gimmicky though. It's just a, a bigger screen with better surround sound. I mean, I don't think that's gimmicky. Watch anything else, Noah? Uh, nope. Just a shit ton of trailers. <laughs> okay. Specifically before the movie? No, no. Just because <laughs> Com- Comic-Con's going Comic-Con on. So they're, weird, so, yeah. yeah, so they're dropping trailers every 15 seconds. We'll talk about them, I'm sure. Uh, what'd you watch, Doug? Um, tried to watch a good shark movie. Didn't really work out. Um... <laughs> That's like Russian roulette, but reversed. Yeah, it is. There's only one one good thing in the barrel. um, Yeah, the first thing I watched is called The Requin, um, which I guess I should have known better because it stars Alicia Silverstone. (laughs) But um, the the plot of that one is that you mean my my make-believe girlfriend from when I was young. (laughs) From when you, yeah, from back before she was insane. Yeah. or before yeah. we knew she was insane. But um, I, re- I read she just was talking about how she still sleeps in bed with her 11 year old son because all right. that's, she's just following nature. Yeah. We, okay. Weird sidebar on that. I saw the headline. It says like that she sleeps with her 11 year old son. I'm like, that's not honestly like, I don't really think that that's that big a deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like when the kid gets uncomfortable with it, I'm sure he'll get up and leave and it's fine. Like, and then I read her comments and she's like, well, if we were in nature and I let my baby sleep over there, another animal would eat it. So that's why I don't do it. I'm like, see, now you went and made it weird. Like it was, it was, I was fine with it. I was, and then you had to go and like be all awkward about it. Oh, see, he's 11. He's going to start. It's going to start having boners and that's a bad, that's a bad move to be in bed with yeah. your mom when that happens. And that's, but that's probably when he's going to on his own say, mom, I'm going to go sleep in my room. And as long as she doesn't like actively stop him, I think it's fine. 
<laughs> there are predators in the other room, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are predators in the other room. Keep your boner in bed with me where there's no... Wait, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, that's a sidebar that is really not relevant to the film, believe it or not. Um, but the movie, the reason I watched it is because... Um, basically it's about people staying in one of those hotel rooms that's out over the water and a hurricane carries their hotel room out into the middle of the ocean and they get attacked by sharks. And I'm like, well, I gotta, right? Like I can't not watch that. <laughs> um, but it's super weird. Cause like the sharks don't show up until like an hour into this movie. And the, like the first half of the movie is almost like a, an even, uh, it, like uh, like open water for example but not as good and it's just this couple that's like been through some sort of problem and now they're trying to deal with it while they're drifting around in the ocean and worried about everything going wrong and I'm like that is that is an interesting take when you start with hotel room gets dragged out to the middle of the ocean and then turn it into a drama like that's that's an interesting way to go and then towards the end, it takes the, the biggest tonal shift in the world and goes from that to like your, your standard crappy low budget shark movie where she's like physically fighting the shark. And I'm like, no, I don't think you can do both. Like, it's, <laughs> like that's what this movie should have been the whole time, given the plot description. But then you wait like until like... Like, she literally makes it to shore, and then it takes the plot twist where she's going to fight the shark now. I'm like, but she's already on shore. Just don't go back in the water, and you won't have any more problems. Like, it's it's ridiculous. And it's... I don't know. It was but more now than it's gone too far. It's, it, it's very, very strange. And it's like, it's got a bunch of weird shit in it, like... So she has like a shark bite, which in and of itself makes sense in a shark movie. But she ends up climbing on like a fishing boat. And this guy is like, he's asleep on his fishing boat. And all of a sudden she's there. And he just starts fucking sewing her up. And I'm like, wait, where is the part of the movie where you take her to shore? When you see like a bleeding woman climb onto your boat and screaming for help. You don't immediately try to handle the medical problem yourself. That doesn't make sense you know it's like there's just a lot of shit like that where you're just like i can't believe how big the tonal shift is in this movie that was trying to be serious for so long luckily it wasn't like neither neither the the ridiculous shit nor the serious shit was done very well so it's not like you're bothered by the tonal shift that much but it's just it's very strange it's again like i was thinking ridiculous over the top shark action-y type movie when I hear about her hotel room getting dragged out to the ocean. I, I did not anticipate them trying to go drama. And then once they did, it's like, well, now you've made that decision. You can't change your mind with 20 minutes left to go in the movie. So, I don't know. So it's not really a recommend, despite the amazing plot description of hotel room gets dragged into the ocean. But I didn't give up. I, I didn't give up, though. I did watch a, I would say, slightly better shark movie called Shark Bait. Okay. Which is, this time they're not stuck in the middle of the ocean in a hotel room. This time it's a group of people stuck on a single jet ski in the middle of the ocean. 
Um, and sharks are, come after them. Why are they in the middle of the ocean on a jet ski? Well, so they're, they're douchebag Americans on spring break who steal, oh, like, upset. they're not really, they're not really jet skis. They're more like sea dudes, but they refer to them as jet skis because I don't think they know what they're talking about. Um, and so what happens is they're like out there being assholes and then they crash and so one of them is like sinking, so they're all trying to climb on this one. But of course, the one guy's hurt, so he starts bleeding, and that attracts shark. Yada yada yada. Um, you know, all I can say about it is it's at least it's like all actiony and and stupid the whole time, so you don't get bored at any point. But it's not good. So and it's weird, it, like the. Uh, at the beginning, like when it was flipping through, like, you know, like they have like, a, there's always 11 studio logos at the beginning of every movie now. Like everybody who donates a dollar gets a logo at the beginning. But there was actually one that like made reference to them making free movies. And I'm like, oh, like, are they trying to make these movies in such low budget that they can actually distribute them for free and still make a profit? And is that the problem? But I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the issue. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to watch one of these two movies, I'd watch shark bait, but if you're going to watch none of these two movies, that's probably the best. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, if you, if you like, like pretty 20 year olds yelling at each other on a jet ski while the shark circles them, then I guess this is the movie for you. And it just, it has a weird ending too that. I don't even know if I should get into, but it's like, again, it's just like random, like, well, we got to end the movie somehow, so I guess we'll do it this way. <laughs> um, yeah. Did they fight him, and then he just flew off into space, and that was the end of the movie? It's not quite that random. So okay. in the interest of fairness, these movies made more sense than the other movies I watched this week. Um, no, it's like it ends up being a girl like trying to fight a shark with a knife. Which, to be fair, when Jason Statham fought a shark with a knife, I totally supported that movie. But it was a giant shark, so maybe that's the difference. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe you just have to be Jason Statham. Maybe he's the only one that can pull it off. He might be. He might be the only one that can fight a shark with a knife. And I'm gonna go, yeah, okay. I'm even trying to think, like if Schwarzenegger did it, I'd be like, well, that's ridiculous. But for some reason, Schwarzenegger would no, it makes sense. Because Schwarzenegger would have a bazooka, and he would just shoot the shark with the bazooka, and then (laughs) you'd be like, well, now. Now it's not realistic for the shark to still be coming at him so he can fight it with a knife. Anyways, oh. and then he throws the, uh, the pipe through it and says, let off some steam, shark. So, that's... <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> now I'm going to watch Commando again, but it's not the point. As you should. I did, uh, I did rewatch Jaws after watching these two shark movies, so oh, if anyone's funny. wondering, uh, that one holds up pretty good. It's... The only problem with watching J- <laughs> yeah, I was real nervous on my 800th watch that I wouldn't like it this time. The only problem with rewatching Jaws was that I tried to like put it on as I was going to sleep at night. No, it didn't oh, work no. out. I just now it's just up way too late that night. So, see, That's... I can't do that. Amanda likes to watch stuff and fall asleep to it, and I'm just like, I can't. And she's like, Why not? Why? Like, because then I sit there and just watch it, and I don't go to sleep. I do it a lot, but I do it usually with movies I've seen. And that aren't like I try to do with matter. movies that aren't my favorite movies, but uh, that I still enjoy. 
doesn't matter. She said that too. She's like, well, if you've already seen it. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I do? I sit there and go, oh man, this one part that's coming up is really awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to stay up. I'm going to pay attention until that. And then I'm going to go to sleep. Then that part will happen. And I'll be like, oh, but there is this one part that is really cool after this. So I'm, I'm just going to watch that one. And then I'll, I'm going to try to go to sleep. And then I just do that the whole movie. See, I think what would happen with me is if I turned the TV off, I would start reviewing the movies that I've watched earlier in the day in my head. And then I, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because I'd get into an argument with myself about whether I liked something or not. So my brain does not want to shut off at bedtime. So I need something going on that distracts me. Yes. Like, I don't know. You always see those memes about people who are like, you know, all day long they're tired. And then at bedtime, they're suddenly worried about that thing they said to the other kid in sixth grade. That would be me if I'd ever tried to go to sleep in like actual dark yeah so i i, I gave do, up on it a long too. time ago i do that too but i can't do the movie thing or i just watch it so yeah. I, don't, I don't have any suggestions for you that's the only one i got so um want to hear about the other movie i watched though sure it's a it's actually a good one i think or at least an interesting one it's called i think we're alone now from 2018 uh, Peter Dinklage is the last surviving person after some random incident that we never flash back to, so we never really learn what happened. But basically, everybody died at once. Peter Dinklage is the last guy in his town, and he's he worked at like the he worked the night shift at the library, which I don't really understand what your job is if you work at the library after it's closed, but um. So now he kind of just lives at the library and he spends his days going house to house, cleaning the house and disposing of the bodies. Um, which is only problematic if you've seen the movie uh, Bad Santa. Because in my head, every time he's disposing of bodies, I'm hearing hearing the guy from Bad Santa go, draw me a diagram, show me how I carry him out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. That's technically prejudice on my part, but <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so basically the story is he's doing this and another character named uh, played by L. Fanning rolls into town and you get that sort of typical where he's like mission of like cleaning out the town and disposing of all the bodies and stuff. And of course, like the big twist comes where they find out that there are actually more people alive somewhere else. And I don't actually want to get into it. Anything past that. Cause it's spoiler wise. And I'd really recommend this movie. If you're into these sort of post-apocalyptic dramas, this movie really plays out like, um, like last man on earth, but without the vampires, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it's, it's very much like he's just going through his day to day life and then he makes this new friend and now they're going through their day-to-day life together. And then there's this sudden change where the realization is that he, he's not been alone this whole time and I, getting into it, um, getting into it would be too spoilery and I don't want to do that, but it's, it's interesting and it's, it's not so much what happens as it is how well it's done. Um, 
a lot of the credit goes to the actors. There's only like four credited actors in this movie, and it's like Peter Dinklage, Elle Fanning, Paul Giamatti, and Charlotte Gainsbourg, who I'm not that familiar with, but she's like been in a bunch of those like more art housey type movies. Um, and like when Paul Giamatti shows up, he is perfectly cast for the role that he's in, and it's just like it's perfect. Um, so it's actually like a, it's it's a recommend for people who like uh, post-apocalyptic dramas if that's anything if that's a subgenre that actually exists or if i'm making that up right now i'm not sure, sure. but it's the, the road technically could be in that category too yeah, as dark as the road okay i would hope not <laughs> but it's not exactly it's not exactly a lighthearted romp either um you know to to watch peter dinklage just for the first i don't know what it is maybe 15 minutes of the movie where he's just by himself and basically doesn't talk and you see him going through his day-to-day life and you know keeping track of which houses he's cleaned out and moving along and just kind of you know like literally they show him burying the bodies and then he just goes and marks on the map which neighborhoods he's cleared out and which neighborhoods he hasn't and he you know moves on with his day gets his fresh water goes as he cleans each house they show him like taking the batteries out of everything that he can find in the house to like he's like to keep with him and you're like yeah that makes sense i guess you'd have to do that like it's but it's it's pretty creepy and dark and like when he walks into a house and the bodies are just there because the way the story plays out is that everybody's died simultaneously wherever they happen to be so he'll walk into a house and there's just two bodies sitting at the kitchen table together and he just has to deal with that it's it's dark and it's it's a slow-paced movie but it's really quite well done so i was really glad i watched that one that i'd never heard of and just stumbled across on whichever streaming service it's on and no sharks in it so didn't just get drastically disappointed at the end there but there was also a, a documentary from years ago called I Think We're Alone Now about a stalker of Tiffany. Okay. No, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you want to do I, I Think We're Alone Now uh, theme for your for next week, uh, there's like the weirdest part is that when I posted to Instagram that I was watching this movie, I posted something about how i was looking for a documentary about that song and accidentally found this movie oh that's funny that there's actually a documentary about that song called this sort of yeah yeah sort of it's more about tiffany i referred to the creepy uh, stalkers but yeah okay you were talking about the original version the original version of the song but because it made me think of 10 cloverfield lane wasn't i saw the title because for some reason I remember specifically that that song is in that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you ask me the name of a character in a film and I can't remember it, but I'm like, you know, it's Han Cloverfield Lane, you know, it has the original version of I Think We're Alone Now in it. John Goodman dances to it a little. I remember all those details. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I watched. So I only watched got, one. I only watched one movie. Um, we call Black Box that's on Amazon Prime. Um okay. So before the movie even starts, this guy gets in a car accident. Uh, He ends up in a coma for a while. His wife dies. And they have like a 
10, 11 year old daughter. So the movie opens with him. He's back home, but he has amnesia now. He doesn't remember anything about his life before the accident. So we see that he's going to apply for a job. His daughter is sort of like helping him like pick out ties and stuff. She's telling him kind of what to do at the at the job interview, just how to take everything. And he he sort of throughout the movie we find out that he's he wants to try to do this experimental uh um, sort of like hypnosis thing to try to regain his memory so he can not even so much for him but just so he can take care of his daughter because even though he's an adult and physically can take care of her he just feels like you know she's not she doesn't have the person she remembers from before the accident um, he's kind of hesitant at first but then he goes into it and it's this uh, it's almost like a VR type thing where he puts his little, little headset on and you know he put one of those like weird medical nets over his head and somehow that sends a signal from his brain to the VR thing so that it makes his memory like something that he could walk around in and whatever. Um, so he's trying to like regain all these memories. But when every time he gets into one, this weird like uh, um, like contortionist, like the thing that's been popular in horror over the past 10 years or so, which is... Mm-hmm. Somebody who walks all weird and bendy and um, you know, they put in the bone cracking sound effects. Uh, this figure keeps showing up in these memories and it keeps like trying to attack him for some reason. He doesn't know why. Um, and then he starts having memories that are that when he explains them to like his close friends and family, they're like he, he has a memory of uh looking at his wife uh but her face is all blurred so he can't really see her but she's got like bruises and stuff up down her arm meaning that it's implying that he maybe physically abused her but he begins explaining like this apartment that they're that they're in looking at the wallpaper and all this stuff and everybody keeps telling him like you guys never lived in an apartment so i don't know what you mean so they keep he keeps finding that all these memories he's having are not technically his memories. And uh yeah, it goes from there. Uh the movie was pretty good. It had some decent atmosphere. Uh when they do reveal sort of the twist about halfway through, um, I kind of started losing interest, unfortunately. But if you have Amazon Prime, it's a uh free watch, so I guess why not? Yeah, it sounds know. interesting. Yeah. It's got a good premise and uh whatnot. It's just like I said, the reveal, I was kinda like, eh. And uh, the doctor that's uh administering this um experimental hypnosis therapy or whatever is uh Felicia Rasad, uh, uh Bill Cosby's wife on the Cosby show. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird seeing her in like a horror-centric movie for some reason. It's weird. Like, are you supposed to be teaching kids lessons and whatnot? That's yeah. what she did in Creed. Mm-hmm. See, she's supposed to be teaching lessons. Uh, so the movie's just okay. But maybe other people's mileage will vary. So if you think the setup sounds interesting, then uh, why not give it a watch? 
So it's on Amazon Prime. It was one of the first movies from whatever deal that Blumhouse struck with Amazon to make like a handful of movies for them. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we do sort of have a piece of feedback. We didn't have an email. But uh, Laura c- commented on the post for our uh, Jacob's Ladder in the Cell episode on Facebook. Uh, and she says, I'm so old. I know Vincent D'Onofrio is Thor from Adventures in Babysitting. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not unreasonable. Yeah. She says, I agree with Doug. Sorry, Noah, that Jacob's Ladder was in the mind when in his mind as he was dying. Another creepy movie that reminds me of this reminds me of is Fire Fire in the Sky. Maybe you should do an alien abduction episode. That should make Doug feel better because even somebody much smarter than him can also be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I like how when we had one piece of feedback that agreed with you, somehow that was the defining only possible answer but when one he, piece he of feedback said, he sent it through me, email it's far more official <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i didn't have to yell at anyone to get my answer jeez uh, i figured you two would like that uh do you want to talk about some uh comic-con trailers before we wrap up sure i haven't watched any of them but sure oh doug <laughs> sorry all right that D- that D and D trailer looks real good, guys. Uh, so I did watch the D and D trailer. It does look like fun. It looks like they're going the right way, kind of making it a blend of action and high fantasy, and then mixing it with that kind of more like easygoing Marvel comedy kind of stuff. Which is what I figured you would hate about it. No, no, because that's all I want is a movie that represents what it's like playing the game. And that's what it's like. Like nobody plays serious Tolkien-esque fantasy Dungeons and Dragons. I The big thing I want, and, and it's still not foreseen if this is the way it'll go. I think the movie should have a wraparound where it should start with like five teens or kids or whatever playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons and then cut into the movie, do the movie, and then book in the end with them finishing up. Yeah, but they won't do that. I don't know. They might because they said it is taking heavy influence from the Princess Bride, and that's the way the Princess Bride was done. So, I did like the, uh, the meme that I saw on Facebook that I sent that, uh, movie in the movie chris chris pine's character should die and then another character should show up that's like a half orc or whatever and it's just chris pine and like green face makeup yeah that'd be pretty awesome there's a like ultra low budget movie that's called uh the gamers they made a few of them in the second one there's a running joke where bards kind of suck and they die really easy in the game so the guy owns a game shop and he forces his employees to roll him up like 50 different bard characters. And in the movie, the bard keeps dying and then is immediately replaced by the same actor as the same character. His clothes are just slightly different over and over and over and over. It's really funny. Um, 
good. No, that, that I was I was going to say that, of course, the end of that joke is eventually they get into a big fight in their big moment of teamwork as they all look at each other and they go hide behind the pile of dead bards. <laughs> I assume all this is funnier if you understand D&D. It's very funny. I accept that. Uh, it's just outside my wheelhouse is all. If you if your character dies, you can introduce a new character game or whatever. Um, even I think Noah didn't you say that you could even make that character like a ancestor of your previous character. So they I, not not specifically Dungeons and Dragons, but there's another similar game called Traveler that's like space stuff. And all my characters were that. There was a running joke that all of their last names were Peabody. And so they were all like, it's the second cousin, it's the aunt, it's the first cousin twice removed. And then as they would die, there would just be a new Peabody show up. So it would just be funny if Chris Pine dies and then shows up as like even a different species of character, but it's still Chris Pine because it's like a character. The player just made a new character. I get that joke now. Um, This one isn't really Comic-Con related, but I've been seeing these Don't Worry Darling trailers. Francis Pugh and Harry Styles. I think looks interesting. It's a very Stepford Wives-esque sort of setting, it looks like. Yeah, that's that was the vibes I was getting. I oh. By the time the trailer was over, I thought it was going to say that it was a Stepford Wives remake. Yeah. It's really... it's a, it, it seems like they're stealing the idea very much, doesn't it? And now sure. I have seen the Stepford Wives, so... Sure, but I feel like if they can do something interesting with it, I'll be on board. Sure, yeah. and Chris Pine's also in that one too. But I don't know. Seems interesting. I'm curious to see if it's uh, if it's the big twist is they they're not actually living in the 50s. Probably going to be a little mad because that seems completely obvious. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the twist is because that's going to make or break the film. I think in a lot of ways. Um, they're doing some I Am Groot shorts for Disney Plus. Sure, why not? That seems like an interesting idea to me. I don't see why not. Yeah. I saw yeah, like I mean, just the picture of the animated Groot, and I'm like, sure. I don't see why you can't do that. Just baby Groot getting into circumstances, and he says I Am Groot a lot, and you know, yeah. he sort of did that with uh, the Baymax character from Big Hero Six. They put up some shorts on Disney do. Plus with him. It's the same situation where, you know, he's passing by a Starbucks-esque sort of coffee shop and the, the barista lady, like, twists her ankle, so then he has to spend the day, like, running the coffee shop while she recuperates. You know, hijinks ensue. Okay. So, I don't know. It'll be fun. It's just baby Groot saying I'm Groot a lot, so why not? Yeah, as long it as doesn't. For shorts, it really seems to work. If this was, like, a movie or a, a series, even... We get old real quick. Yeah, I agree. If they're going to be, you know, five or seven minutes, and it's just little wacky adventures. That could be fun. Yeah. Second She-Hulk trailer dropped. Second She-Hulk. I'm still excited I, for it. I think it looks better. I thought that second trailer was a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Big reveal at the end of the trailer, possibly. Well, I, I mean, it's it, not so. that it's not that much of a reveal because they also announced the new Daredevil show. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you didn't see that announcement? No, I did. Yeah. Daredevil Born Again. 
I Which, didn't even know he, he was going to be in She-Hulk. I mean, it makes sense, right? Well, there's oh, a rumor totally he's going to be in a bunch of stuff. In which I wouldn't yeah. doubt that because if they're trying to make a more connected street level thing, he would so be a good thing to hang that on. He's going to be the Wong of like the Disney Plus stuff, right? I heard Wong is going to be in jail too, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's in it. He's in the trailer. It's it's right. interesting that they named it Born Again. I don't know if you know that comic book or not. Is that the Brian? Kevin Smith one? No, that's uh, Frank Kevin Miller. Kevin Smith one's Guardian Devil. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But but you know, so the the original series was heavily influenced by the Frank Miller stuff, and yeah. it's the more beat 'em up violent version of Daredevil, in which I'm assuming maybe that's Disney trying to hint that they aren't gonna take the edges off of him. <laughs> well because hopefully they don't. <sighs> Have they said anything official yet about whether this is a continuation or a different series? It would be real hard for it not to be a continuation. Why? There's a multiverse now? Yeah, yeah, but the the multiverse, you could justify it all sorts of ways, but having the same actor playing him and then trying to be like, oh, no, that was the other thing seems weird. Didn't Uh, didn't we just have a Doctor Strange movie? And Doug is insinuating that the Kingpin from uh, Hawkeye was a different version of Kingpin. That's that's my opinion, but it's not Vincent D'Onofrio's opinion. So, <laughs> um, uh, of course, I feel I'm more qualified to judge than he is. Of course. But, um, I, I don't know. I think it's it's going to be hard because then you get then all of that Marvel stuff from Netflix is all canon. It doesn't make sense, right? Well, and you're also you're also reusing actors from that in other roles already. So, except what's the the only thing of all of that stuff that they wouldn't want to keep is Iron Fist. But they've already recast somebody from Luke Cage in the Blade series, right? In a different role. So it's like, how do you justify that? I was oh oh, oh yeah yeah point. yeah because he played Cottonmouth, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Unless it's all so set up. And Wesley Snipes will actually be in the Blade movie. Well, they could bring him in through the multiverse stuff the way they did with the um, the I would, they did with like the previous Spider-Man, right? Like, there's no I, reason why they couldn't do that now. I would be pretty fucking surprised if uh, Wesley Snipes doesn't play Whistler. That's an interesting no. idea. No. The only question is, can like Wesley Snipes still act and stuff? What's he done lately? I think it's he, more. He did his cameo on what we do in the shadows. That was funny <laughs> yeah. as fuck. That's, was, that's uh, the other thing I've been rewatching is that I've been rewatching what we do in the shadows, and uh, I just saw that episode, and it totally holds up. But they all do. Uh, Those jokes are just so well put together. Yeah. He was, he was also in uh, Dolomite is my name. He was pretty good. In that. Okay. Um, the question is, can he control his ego enough? Because he was the star of stuff. He did not make. You did not make uh, time on the set very good for everybody that worked on that shit. Yeah, and that shit's not going to fly when you're part of no. this giant universe, right? Like, no, we don't need you. Yeah. Well, no, I think, too, um, is he going to want to play the second fiddle in a series where he was once the, once the star? Like, is he going to be able to do that? Because he's known for his ego, right? Yeah. But we'll see. going to say they implied... Uh, 
that Marvel Zombies is going to be their first attempt at a rated R type thing. That's which interesting. I'm down with. That, is it live action or is it animated? It's animated. Okay. Because didn't they just give you guys your first rated R Disney stuff down there? It's not a whole thing. Uh, I don't think it's dropped yet, but they've added parental controls and stuff to set it up for the future. Yeah. I think they were supposed to drop maybe this weekend or maybe it's next week. Uh, two Deadpool movies and Logan, I think, are supposed to drop on, on Disney Plus. Okay. Like we've had them for over a year here, so it's like it's very strange to me that it's like I think we've I th- like I feel like Logan's been on there as long as Disney Plus has existed, to be honest. But well, I find it find it very strange that you guys are like making such a big deal out of it. Well, there's already parental groups that are writing boycotts yeah. because Disney Plus is putting R-rated content on there. It makes no damn sense because there's parental controls. People are and fucking like dumb, Dad. Pretty good. Like, yep. people are horrible. like the parental controls are good too. Like the um, like I won't even let my kid keep his Disney Plus on the kid friendly version because it's too much control. I make him change it over to the middle version for like teens or whatever. So, what were the other trailers? We got the Wakanda Forever teaser. That was the big one. That looks like it's going to be uh, emotionally trying through part of it. It's going to be good. The only thing I'm worried about is the introduction of Ironheart, because I just give no fuck about that character. <laughs> Those comics are shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Never read them. No idea. She's yeah, obnoxious. She's genius little girl who builds an Iron Man suit, and then somehow she ends up with Tony Stark as her AI inside of her suit at one point, and then... <laughs> Well, that's not going to happen. Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be signing that contract. Right. Then they, man, they announced all sorts of stuff. So the next two Avengers movies are Secret War and Kang Dynasty. Flip them. Apparently Kang Dynasty comes first and then Secret yeah. War is going to be that. Either, either way, it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. But uh, Kang Dynasty, I think everybody was kind of figuring that Kang was going to be the, the next one. Secret Wars interesting because i don't know are they doing the original secret war are they doing the second secret war i think the newer one where they rebooted the entire marvel universe yeah where it's dr doom does it and all that kind of shit so i'm wondering if they'll replace dr doom with kang and we'll use it as an excuse to reboot a bunch of stuff so maybe we'll get a new iron man or maybe but not uh something interesting if they actually tried like Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. What's that? Sorry, you guys are cutting out a little bit on me here. Oh, I think you're cutting out on us. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, I don't remember. I think I was saying that it, it was, was about uh, uh, it was about rebooting the Marvel MCU. Yeah, it, it could be interesting. Like we might be far enough along that in a couple of more years, when they get to Secret War, that they could reboot and bring in some new versions of the characters and i wonder if they could pull it off more of a curiosity thing than an actual like um not something i hope happens but i'm wondering if they could do it yeah interesting to have like foresight like what kind of branch is this gonna take for all the marvel movies from that point forward rather than oh i can't wait to see it yeah i don't know what it's 
It's going to be interesting because, um, I mean, at some point, they're either going to have to convince us to get on board with whole new characters or reboot the existing characters. And I don't know which one they can do. Yeah. Then uh, Noah kind of skipped over that Neymar is coming in the Black Panther. Was, was he trailer, in the teaser? Yeah. I, I haven't watched that teaser yet. Oh, yeah. He's full on in there. They don't even try to hide it. Who's playing him? I uh, don't know. Some dude with a beard, though, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah, he's got a beard in some of the newer comics. No, does he? Like I felt like that made him just because. Felt like that made him look more like Aquaman. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I think DC they're doing that on purpose. I think they're doing that on purpose to continue trolling DC. They're just going to be like so. our underwater, our underwater guy with the beard came out too, and watch how much more successful his movie is. Just watch. I guarantee you, that's what they're doing. <laughs> They've been doing that shit lately where they just they're constantly like just reminding DC how much better they are than them. And it's it's kind of arrogant, but I also think it's kind of funny. So uh Tenash Huerta playing Neymar. Uh he was in ring a bell. He was in the Forever Purge. He was in the James Bond Spectre movie. He was credited as Mexican Man in Lift. Oh, Mexican Man. Okay, that's helpful. <laughs> uh, looks like he was on Narcos Mexico on Netflix. Okay. Um, I'm down. I'm down for some Namor. I wonder what they're going to do with him because he's such a complicated character. Well, the teaser looks like there's uh, Atlanteans fighting uh, Wakandans. So, let's see. Uh, what else? Ant Man and the Wasp. Was, uh, we already knew about. There was trailers for the new Shazam. This looks like it's going to continue to be fun. Yeah. And another Black Adam trailer. I'm still curious to see. You guys excited for this Black Adam thing? I, yeah, I'm I really it. excited for it, and I think that's just setting me up to be really fucking disappointed. <laughs> okay. Um, I do like the character from what I've seen of the, the Rock playing him. I feel like he at least has a minimal understanding of the character. Now, whether that's going to translate in the entire movie but uh, he's very much coming off as an anti-hero but she started out as a villain so maybe that's a little um, worrisome but um, I know they probably want to push that along as quickly as possible for a movie but see right. shows them destroying uh, jet fighters and shit and killing people so I, I think, think one I'm of the, the trailers I'm, I'm most excited for fucking Dr. Fate yeah, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Face is pretty fantastic. You see a little bit more of him in the trailer, too. Uh, what else? Secret Invasion, we knew was coming. Echo, we knew was coming. Uh, Thunderbolts, they officially announced. Yeah, Thunderbolts, we, we kind of knew that, was coming, yeah. We expected it, but, uh, but Cap- I mean, they're, they're finally just like, yep, we're doing it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Looks like Captain America 4 is a go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called New World Order. That one, I... I don't know if that is a comic book or not. That doesn't sound familiar right off the top of my head. No, I have no idea. Honestly, like the whole time, I just kept picturing Holland Nash. That's whenever I see it. I'm going to let that be in my head until then. That's going to just be in my head until then. And I'm not going to, I don't even think I'm going to watch trailers. And then I'm going to go into it and be disappointed when Kevin Nash doesn't show up. Paul Kogan didn't even show up. What a bunch of shit. 
<laughs> or what if Hogan does show up and leg drops Captain America? I'm fine with that too. <laughs> does not look like there's a Captain America story titled New World Order. So yeah. it does seem like a continuation of the themes from the TV show where they were talking about like, yeah. reestablishing the world post blip and everything, though, right? Do you feel like, are we getting too far away from the blip, though, to be still talking about shit like this? Because I mean, by the I time mean, that movie comes out, I, it'll be like 10 years since the blip, and it's like, okay. I, like I would argue it. some of it is kind of, like, complicated, because half the world's population disappeared for five years, and that type of shit, nobody would ever get over it. No. Which, which is problematic yeah. in the fact that you almost have to bring it up in every fucking movie going forward because who who wasn't affected by that? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like the whole Thanos thing was so big that you're just like, I don't know how you ever pretend that it's not in the back of people's minds. Sure. I guess I'm more thinking from like a viewer standpoint, like do normie mainstream people going to be like that shit was forever ago why are they still talking about it? yeah i it's weird because sometimes marvel is just like yeah we're not we can't concern ourselves with the normies they're gonna have to keep up and other times they're not and i don't know which one their plan is going forward so it's true you know uh, where like they gave dr strange the third eye i'm like i don't know what else <laughs> they could, like you know what i mean like <laughs> Feige brought up Ghost Rider about three times throughout all of his speeches, and I'm a little surprised that there isn't an announcement. Yeah, I keep hearing different people. In they want one of these other up. stories, though. Didn't Ryan Gosling come out and say he wants to do it? He, like, just unsolicited, just out of nowhere? Probably. He wants to what? Be Ghost Rider? Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know. My, I'm, my only knowledge of Ghost Rider is Nick Cage, so... I will take whoever they hire over that. <laughs> well, I mean, so part of Nick Cage's problem is Ghost Rider was he's a soft ass fucking pasty white blonde boy. And Ryan Gosling is that is exactly that. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'd heard for years that they Fair wanted enough. Norman Norman Reedus to do it. I don't know if that's a little too on the nose or what, but man, but that, that but that would be a good one. Actually, He's I would prefer. Now, isn't he? I would prefer yeah, Norman matter. Reedus is the the second Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, but that's just. I mean, they'd probably just jump right to it. You know how they are. They just jump right over shit. Yeah, I can't. What was it? What was the second one's name? Johnny Danny Blaze. Catch. Danny Cash. Oh, Dan, no, Danny Johnny Catch, Johnny yeah. Blaze is the first one. Yeah, I guess I was thinking whoever the uh, the one on the horse was. Oh, was well, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott I, I played dis, him in the Nick Cage I dislike movie. that they call him Ghost Rider because he is Phantom Rider, which is a different, different fucking yeah. character. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting grumble, grumble, shit grumble, here, Brian, and man, I can't grumble. even keep up. <laughs> no, those are valid complaints. If you have like IP that you care about, it's okay to be upset when people do it wrong. Or you could have you could have Rita Speed Michael Balladino too. That would be pretty fucking cool. I don't know who that is. So he's he's the one who was ghostwriter for a little while, and then he whenever he loses uh Zarathos, he gets something else. It's like um 
Oh, it's so fucking hard to explain this shit. He he basically gets Ghost Rider powers without being Ghost Rider, and he looks different, and he's called Vengeance, and he's just like a skull with spikes in it and shit. He's bigger and bulkier. Yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about, I guess. But that could set up a uh, Spirits of Vengeance movie, which would be pretty cool, where you have all the different Ghost Riders. Uh, one thing that you didn't mention, um, uh, they haven't released the trailer, but they did show a trailer for... Um, Ant-Man, third Ant-Man movie, and apparently Modoc's mm-hmm. going to be in it. Ooh. So we're getting a live-action Modoc finally. But is it going to be voiced by Patton Oswalt as a reference to the TV show? I don't know. TV show is not considered canon. Is the animated show, probably not. But I figured no one would be happy about that. I, I'm a pretty big Modoc mark. I don't think he even has to. I know he's usually played as a comedy character, but he doesn't have. To. It's hard to take a giant head seriously, right? But, I mean, he does have a super laser that he can fucking fry people. Yeah, I don't know if, if they keep him looking like he looks in the pictures I've seen of him and like he looks in the cartoon. I think he's a comedy character, no matter what you do. Uh, I don't know if you guys are excited, but they uh, showed a trailer for John Wick 4. I'm super I happy s- about it. I'll be 100% honest. I still haven't seen John Wick 3. Yeah, me either. Yeah. The, first I liked one, the first two. The, well, I was going to say, my problem is the first one was so fucking good. Like it is, I have no fucking notes. And the second movie was such a step down from that, that I just, I don't want that series yeah. ruined for me. So I just decided to not watch the rest of them. <laughs> All right. Well, the third and one, I can actually kind of see that so. point. So third one is on sort of a cliffhanger. So I did like uh trailer does show like them sort of picking it up from that cliffhanger so i was excited of course i guess the second one ended in a cliffhanger too uh yeah i don't know anything else no i think that's it yeah i don't know i'm going off of you guys telling me what happened because i really didn't pay that much attention to comic-con this year i didn't either i just watched all the trailers i got i got kind of lost when that D trailer dropped because it's been that the story of that movie being made has been one of those insane studios suing studios and you know that you know they started filming that movie and then COVID happened and i just i kind of thought it was never going to come out and the fact that now there's a trailer for it and it actually looks good i'm so fucking stoked so you mentioned you're kind of excited for it because it's got a little bit of that marvel comedy in it yeah just a little just a little bit i don't want too much like was, was so Marla, i think i think the Wayans new thor movie had too much was Marlon Listen, Wayne's not enough for you? Don't don't fucking talk about that goddamn movie. <laughs> somebody, I was posting on something the other day, and somebody was like, "I just want to know if that character's still alive." And I posted the uh, the gif of Samuel L. Jackson going, "Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell." <laughs> Here's a brief glimpse of some of the truly fine pictures we've scheduled in the near future. Uh, Doug, you want to tell us what we're doing next week? Shit. I was supposed to pick movies for next week. You motherfucker. Oh, you um, God. Okay, nope. I know, I know how to fix this, though. Um, remember, the, remember when I tried to pick those two vampire movies and we had to cancel them because we couldn't find that one? That one's oh, now shit. available on Tubi. So we'll just do that. Now I just have to remember the names of the... Frostbite? That's correct, yeah. 
Frostbite okay. showed up on TV because apparently they listened to our podcast and they're like, shit, okay. something those guys want to watch. Put it on. I'm down for a vampire movie. So we'll uh, we'll see. I again don't recall why that one's on the list other than it just matched up with 30 Days a Night and 30 Days a Night is actually pretty good if I remember correctly. So we'll see. I haven't watched 30 Days a Night in a while, but I did remember enjoying it. Yeah, um, so comic we'll find out. And see. Nice comic book movie, horror movie mashup. That's the kind of thing we like to do around here, right? Sure. Plus, plus a weird foreign film. It's all the stuff we like. All getting mixed together. Well, I feel That's like these uh, movies might be sorely lacking in giant monsters. I don't. I specifically picked them because the monsters were normal sized. <laughs> you should have, even though it would have been I even funnier. You forgot you sh- to pick movies. You you should have went with movies that had tiny monsters because that would have been pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I should have looked at the list and like you know picked movies rather than just trying to guess here when I don't even have the list in front of me. I should have done. But, so yeah. frost is frostbite under some other name. Just in case. Sometimes it's called Frostbitten, I think. Oh, okay, that might be it. So I was looking at one called Frostbite. It's definitely not the one we're watching from 2013. Dutter but I feel like we, I feel like we should put this on the list because Frostbite is about a schizophrenic teen who must prove a killer Yeti urban legend is a hoax. After coming face to face with a costume Yeti. Uh, that sounds pretty fucked up. Jake learns the urban legend surrounding the town where town there's a wild yeti on the loose killing village people comes in contact with what he thinks is the yeti but it turns out to be a hoax it's only made a halloween costume pretending to be the yeti jake jake must prove to the village the mayor and his family that it's only a hoax but also figure out what is really killing these people but no one believes him because he's a schizophrenic hmm. interesting that could be interesting that is also on too it's if anybody it's going to be really problematic how they deal with schizophrenia there's no way that they're going to do that correctly <laughs> but I just want to make sure the one we're looking for in the States. If anyone is trying to watch along, the one we're looking for is from 06 and it's, I believe Swedish, possibly something else. Yeah. The one I just described takes place in Finland. So no, that doesn't help. You're like their frost. We're North Americans. We don't know the difference. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just play is listed as frostbitten. So, for everybody at home. Okay, because probably nobody knows how to translate those two words differently over here. Oh. Like, I don't know this foreign language. Just call it Frostbit. It's close enough. We probably shouldn't be saying that about the movie because we might end up watching it. So. Oh, but then on Tubi, it is called Frostbite. God damn it. <laughs> Make up your goddamn minds. <laughs> Wait, so did you click the button? on just watch and it took you to Tubi, and the name of the movie it took you to was different yep there's that's also fun. a looks like a sex comedy that's called frostbite there's a law associate on a hometown business trip has to help his buddies save their ski waxing business while evading shady businessmen and a sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> we may just do a frostbite <laughs> you're too deep in this hole <laughs> this is i think I think we may have established a theme month by mistake here. This is the end of the show. You guys are more excited about <laughs> raunchy sex comedies called Frostbite than Kaiju. The tagline is but Clean Mountain have... Living. Clean Mountain Living and just a little dirtier. 
And you're telling me it has a Bigfoot in it. <laughs> Supposedly, there's one on the cover. I mean, team it up with Harry and the Hendersons, and there's your show. <laughs> I don't need an excuse to watch Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> I'm, you're joking. I'm totally putting that on the list. Who put Nepotism Week? Oh, I added that one. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Harry and the watch. Hendersons. Oh, I know. Don't Slash add the frostbite parentheses sex comedy. I, <laughs> I think that maybe we shouldn't add that to the list. It's on the list. It's kidding. too late. It's already on. It's there. too late. It's on the list. It has to be done no, now at some point. Sakes. What is on the list can never be unlisted. That's right. We still they, have. They the, can uh, sit there for decades <laughs> and never get used. <laughs> Yeah, we saw at the very top of the list have the two Lifetime movies, the two Corys and the Saved by the Bell unauthorized movie. Uh, All right. End of show. This has got out of control. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.